You're tapping in with Murder on My Mind podcast. I'm your boy DJ MTK, and I'm with my co-host DJ Legend. What up, what up? Today's show is sponsored by Watkins Bail Bonds. On today's episode, you know we we was a tragic, unfortunate accident, so we're gonna kind of take a pause for the cause right here. And we had a show already pre-scheduled, but on today's show, we're gonna do a Kobe Bryant tribute. And I want to kind of start off to all the passengers that passed away on Sunday, January 26. Kobe Bryant. His daughter, Gianna Bryant, John Altobelli, his wife, Carrie Altobelli, and their daughter, Alyssa Altobelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, and Peyton Chester, and then the pilot on the plane as well. We want to pay our respects to every single family that is affected. There's there's about four different families on here and yeah, I can only imagine what everybody right now is going through. I know Kobe Bryant's, you know, kind of at the head because he's in the in the limelight. But on today's on today's episode of Murder on My Mind podcast, usually we talk about slain rappers and artists that have lost their lives in the hip hop game, but you know, I believe the NBA culture is very in tied with rap and hip hop. What do you think, sure. Legend? Yeah, I mean, NBA and hip hop goes hand in hand. I mean, obviously we all know most of the athletes are African African American. Right. A lot of the a lot of them have rap careers. Kobe actually himself. Yeah, true. yeah. Kobe had himself had a had a Track, record deal. Yeah. Um long ago when he was young. I don't I didn't I don't know. I can't remember any of his songs, but I remember I remember one of them was fairly popular, but um I, I, damn, I wish I I knew who that deal was with. Yeah, we can look that up. We yeah, can look that but, up. But it was but it was a major deal, you know? Yeah. I mean and and that That's in his, when he was younger. When he was younger. Yeah. And and that that just kind of gave everybody kind of a foreshadow of of his creativity, the ty- the type of intelligence Kobe had off the definitely, court. Definitely. You know, cuz basketball was one thing, what but we, What was your initial just response? I know when I saw it I was like, "Nah." Disbelief. Right? Right? You know, disbelief. Like, "Nah, nah, that, that shit ain't true." I think that was literally everybody's first response that I yeah. spoke to, you know? Uh, one of my friends sent me the information right when TMZ broke it, literally like the same minute. Right. And so a lot of my friends hadn't heard about it. My my youngest brother is a huge Kobe fan ever since he was little. Um, shout out to Richard Downer. He lives in Washington right now. But um, he's a huge hooper, basketball head. And, and Kobe was always his dude growing up. I used to always give him shit, you know. MJ was better, blah, 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 blah. Right. But, but he loved Kobe. And when I sent it to him, you know, I, I know he had a hard time with it. But, you know, it was shock, man. It was, it was straight disbelief. Like, no way Not can him. we be without Kobe. Yeah. Like, Did you see Shaq uh, last I night? saw Shaq, yeah, yeah in, in tears. Yeah. You know, and I thought I thought him expressing that stuff was amazing, too. Well, and I thought, too, like his initial re- reaction when he said his nephew had stepped into the, the weight room with him. He's like, get the, get the fuck out of here. Right. That, dude, that... Because he was right. You never know what sometimes what's real and what's not real. Right. People throw right. shit up just for clout, just to get attention yeah. to booster. So I, I could see how that is. Like, man, don't even play around with that shit. Yeah. Well, I want to, I wanna, you know, um, thank you for everybody tuning in to the Murder on My Mind podcast. We appreciate you guys fucking with us. Um, produced by West Coast Radio. I'm going to go over some, you know, stats here by Kobe. Uh, five championships. I think he was chasing Jordan there. Just chasing Jordan there, and I think yep. there's that conversation yep. if he was the greatest of all time. Went seven times. Yeah, uh, times. two MVPs during those five championships. Um, longest Laker of all time. I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah. I thought that was really impressive. Of all the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about some legends. Some Magic. Dudes, yeah. I mean, we could just keep going down that list. Some dudes. Um, I th- it said behind Dirk uh, had 21 seasons with, uh, with the Mavericks. So right. those, are, those right. are impressive records. 18 All-Stars. Right. Out of his 20 seasons. Right. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, legend, had 19. Yep. Four MVP All-Star um, 
four, four MVPs during the All-Stars. Uh, here's a third all-time in scoring. Right. 33,643 points. Was passed by LeBron the day before the helicopter right, crash. Right, right, right. Um, and, here, I mean, this is one of the most impressive. Second all-time um, single-game scoring. Right. 81. I remember watching that 81. game. Dude, I'm going to go back and watch yeah, that moment yeah. again. That is a legendary game. 81, 81 points in one game. I mean, Have that's fucking seen, crazy. Do you, did you, do you remember that commercial a couple years ago with Jalen Rose? And he and Jalen Rose sees Kobe sitting in a restaurant, and he walks up and he and he says, "What's up to Kobe?" And as they're talking, um, because Jalen Rose played for the I Toronto do, Raptors when, when yeah, Kobe yeah. scored eighty one. As they're talking, I, I have it. In my, I can vaguely remember. Yeah. As they're talking, the waiter comes up and asks Kobe, "You know what? Would you like to drink?" And Kobe says, "A such and such martini." And the waiter says, "How many olives would you like?" And he looks at Jalen Rose and he says, "Eighty <laughs> one." Because he had just put up, he had put up eighty one on Jalen yeah, Rose's uh, team. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too I, I had on the on Kobe's stats is sixty points in his last game versus the Jazz, which was October first, nineteen um, two thousand. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, I mean, April 13, two thousand sixteen. At thirty seven years old, he put up sixty, 60 points. points. And I mean, that's impressive. He balled that game. Yeah, I, and I was like, man, you still had a little bit left in him. He and I want to, I know, I want to read a quote that he said, and I really like this quote. This season is all I have left to give," he wrote in Dear Basketball. "My heart can take can't my heart can take the pounding. My mind can handle the grind, but my body knows it's time to say goodbye, and that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. And you know, a lot of people have trouble. Yeah. Even Jordan, he went to the Wizards. He could not let it go. There's a lot of people we can we can go down that list of greats that could not let it go. When when that's when that's your life when you live that sport. Right. Like that's all you know. That's all you love. That's all you care about. Mm-hmm. You know, and so so you can imagine to to play it that long. It's one thing if you have a normal career, five, six, seven seasons, but to play your entire life, twenty seasons or right. almost twenty seasons, and then it all stops and you got to figure something else out. Right. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, this it would be it'd be hard to let that go. So let me ask you this: Was Kobe Bryant a, a legend? Without a doubt. Without what does that mean? Any to you? question? What does that mean to you? Uh, besides what what he's done, what he did for the sport and for his own position, you know, changing the way p- people play basketball. Um, How do you think he changed it? Explain that to me. I think that, you know, he kind of set the president after Jordan because Kobe was the closest to Jordan. Right. He was the next one to come and do it. And not, I don't want to knock Kobe at all, but he kind of taught players, taught young guys like, I can be the man. I'm going to mm-hmm. take the shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to pass the ball. We, know, right. we all know Kobe right. was famous for not passing much. Right. But, you know. He had that Jordan in him. He, he had, had that Jordan. Jordan. He had that killer instinct. Yeah, he did. I want to I be the one to finish these motherfuckers off. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and he had that attitude. And he and I think he kind of passed that along to a lot of players. You see a lot of players play like that now. Oh, definitely. You know? And I think, too, I was I was uh, reading about, you know, Mamba. Right. You know, the Black Mamba. And I, right. and I was reading... You know how they started that, and he said the name Kobe Bryant just evokes such a negative emotion. And this was kind of the time after his sexual assault. Yeah. Bryant told the magazine, "I said if I create this alter ego, so now when I play, this is what's coming out of your mouth. It separates the personal stuff, right? You're not watching David Banner; you're watching the Hulk." Mm-hmm. In a 2015 interview with Ahmad Rashad, Bryant said, "The animal that inspired the name when I step on the court, I became that. I'm that killer snake. I'm stone cold, man." And, I mean, yeah. he was an assassin on there. Without a doubt. And I think, too, you start thinking about now the Mamba brand. And Bryant Litter called the Mamba Sports Academy to provide 
to to provide broader athletic and lifestyle training to competitors at all levels in a number of sports. So then it became a brand. Right. You know what I mean? And so I, I didn't I didn't realize all the branding behind it until I started re- started yeah. reading reading yeah. it. And I think that what what is heartbreaking about this tragedy is the way it happened. That's yeah, exactly. And he was in the prime of his life. Yeah. 40, 41 years old. And, and I think to, and, and once everybody found out there is kids on the, right. on the helicopter, right. I mean that you just, you're, it, you know, for me, it's one of those things like, okay, Kobe was, uh, you know, I'm in my late thirties and Kobe's 41. It's like, we've had some time to live. Right. right. But those kids, that's, that's, they, they, I mean, they, they're just starting their life. That's that to me, which is man. heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. It man. is heartbreaking, man. You know, and especially when you have kids and, and you think about the type of parent Kobe was, yeah. how much he loved his daughters, how close he was with Gianna yeah. and to be in that situation where, you know, like you're, you guys are probably not going to make it out from this. Right, you know, and there's nothing you can do to protect oh, your kid at that moment. I couldn't imagine those final it's, moments, bro. That's, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's unimaginable. And, and, you can't, you can't, you. There's no way to understand what that feels like. It's terrible. And and I was thinking to myself, you know, we both had uh, family members that have, have passed, away, right? You know, and you've had, right. I've had a brother pass away, but you've had a mom pass right. away, right? You know, and and usually, you know, you 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 want. Your parents want to see you, you know. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Right. And, and right. so you've had something close to you. And, and I was thinking about it. And my next question was, was he a hero? And I'm just going to kind of share with you, you know, my thoughts a little bit. Yeah. And everybody out there is going to have a different kind of answer for this. Because there are some diehard Laker fans. Right. And there are some diehard sports fans. Right. You know, and, and a hero for me would be a family member, you know, or, or Martin Luther King. I look at sports a little bit differently. Yeah. I admired what he did on the basketball court right. and the level of excellence that he showed up to day in, day out. Right. Now I'm sure his family probably looked at him as a hero, but I'm just wondering, you know, how, how do you look at that question? Was he a hero? Uh, he absolutely was a okay. hero. Um, you know, I, I know what you're saying because most, most of the time there, those the people at his level are kind of untouchable and mm-hmm. especially Kobe. Kobe is at the pinnacle of the elite, you know, tears. He's up there with Jordan and, Michael Jackson and Prince he's up there with those guys you know and so but not that I I never had any personal experience with experiences with Kobe but obviously over the last few days there's been endless endless stories um coming out and and everybody that has a story with Kobe it's Mm -hmm. like such a personal moment that he was genuinely engaged in you know and that's not something that you hear about when you talk about stars of his stature, I don't right. think you, you don't get many stories like that with Jordan and and other people that you, w- you know, a lot of people consider consider heroes. And um, I did. I read a story about it's a long story, so I'm not going to read it now. But okay. I, I read a story about um, Kobe was going to play the, the Phoenix Suns. And there was a little boy in a hospital that um, had a terminally ill, you know, in, you know, he was sick. He was dying. He was five years old and he was a huge Kobe fan. Um, and a doctor from the hospital reached out to Kobe and asked if, if he could get like an autograph or something. And Kobe showed up at the hospital oh, and dope. he showed up at the hospital and he said, um, he got there and he told the doctor, look, I'm here. I want to meet this little boy, you know, but find me a way through the back. I don't want any press. I don't want any PR. I just want to come make this little boy's day. Mm-hmm. And he went and spent two hours with that little boy playing catch and, you know, just talking with them. And, you know, the, the little boy had the time of his life and yeah. the, the kid passed away a week later. Wow. And the mom said that those are the only pictures that she's ha- ever had of that boy smiling. Um, 
Now, one of Pete Kobe's PR people said that he does that all the time. Told the doctor he does this all the time. He does it to, in almost every city that he stops in. He just doesn't want any PR coverage. He wants no. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need that, that attention he does, for that. He does right. it strictly to make that little boy's, right. you know, day life right, really. Right. And that that makes him a hero if nothing else. I agree with. I completely. You agree know what with I'm saying? That. Oh, so yeah. on time. on top of everything else, um, you know his, his fatherhood and and his legacy that he passed on it and his, uh, you know the way that he. In, inspired people around him and, and, and people that never met him. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had that book series. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? He, he, that he, he won, um, I'm not, he won an Oscar for, uh, the series is called the Wisner, the Wisner series. One of them, one of the books has, is out. I think the other one W-I-S-N-E-R? is W I S N E R W I Z E. Okay. N A R D. Oh, Wisner. Okay. Uh-huh. Wisner the, series. the first book out was called training camp. The second book, uh, might've just, come out or is coming out very soon and the second book is called season one and it's a it's a you know it's a it's a fantasy book it's he 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 called it harry uh harry potter meets basketball you know um you know so things like that he was he was that type of dude he was moving on to so many other chapters in his life and and he had that show on espn too Uh, yeah what was that called uh um you know what I'm talking about? I just yeah. saw an episode the other day, and I was like, "Damn, this is fucking sick!" Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, he was he was just finding other ways to kind of like continue his legacy in a different way that mm-hmm. wasn't him on the basketball right. court. You know, and those those type of things make him a hero, man. Like he touched so many people and did did so many good things. So yeah, well, I I grew up a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I actually grew up playing basketball, like being one of those little kids that you know, wanted to like say, Hey, can I take it? Unfortunately, I ended up doing some other shit right, in my life right. that took me out of that. Right. But I've always had a love for basketball. Yeah. You know, I was on that other side where I, um, I, I was a Jordan fan. Right. So, but looking at seeing Kobe, um, I was like, Ooh, this motherfucker could be the next fucking right. Jordan. You know, yeah. like he was, he was, just, he was, he was like a, one championship away from yeah. saying, okay, yeah. you, you could be Kobe. You could for be sure. Kobe. Well, um, let me let me get one more thing. Real yeah. Quick. And then so, we're going to do it for everybody listening to it. We're going to do a part two. So uh, make sure to listen to the part two uh, coming soon next week. But on this week's episode, let's finish it off. What you're going to say. Just this last thing. We all know that that most of the most of the games that went on, everybody get, did kind of uh, an eight second um, half half court violation. The first team had and then the next yeah. team went off and did a, did a 24 second shot clock violation. Right. Um, but there's these this two, week during the game this yeah. week. Yep. Sunday and, and, and all that. But there's two players, Trey Young and Devin Booker. Right, who uh, a lot of people like. If you take those two guys and put them like in one guy, they that that would be Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Their styles of play separately are kind of like if you put them together, that would be Kobe. These two guys didn't play against each other, but they both took 24 shots. Oh wow! They both combined for 81 points. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, yeah, I did, did see, see that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both combined f- for eight rebounds. That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah, right? That's crazy. So it was just kind of a little, you know, divine intervention thing. Right. Kind of, you know, it's what it felt right. like to me. Like, like that's fucking magic, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can only imagine how everybody felt on that on that court. And uh, on part two, for everybody uh, tapping in with us on the this is Murder on My Mind podcast, Kobe Bryant R.I.P. tribute. We're gonna be uh, on the next uh, on part two. I'd, we're gonna discuss was his legacy tarnished because of the sexual assault? How can we? Um, remember and continue his legacy how does this compare to nipsey hustle and you yeah. know murder from last yeah. year and um we ended on some uh, some other fun facts with kobe so make sure to stay tuned part two tap in murder on my mind podcast we're out peace